Would it be too great a stretch to use some of these phrases from Volmec Farm and apply them to music? At Volmec Farm, we grow high-quality, wholesome food, harvested at peak ripeness and flavor. To us, the word quality means produce rich in flavor and high in nutritional content. How it is raised and how it tastes are what matter to us. Think of those beautiful yet absolutely tasteless tomatoes and peaches you can buy in the grocery store. We aim for food that is beautiful and delicious. Well, maybe that is too far out in left field and that pun is intended, but the idea that award-winning blues musician Vanessa Collier has been drawn to Volmec Farm in Chester County during the COVID lockdown to weed and hoe and harvest perhaps has something to do with her own earthiness and rootedness as she performs. I can't stand to see people hurting without it hurting me too. And maybe in a need to stay grounded when she tours so much? She spent only 50 days at home over the course of the year before the COVID pandemic. Collier told Denny Dyroff of the Unionville Times, I like being outside and I like doing gardening. It's just a nice break. I like the two ladies that run the farm and the three dogs on the property. I'm very interested in gardening, but I can't do it myself because I'm on the road so much, usually. Now I'm learning about planting, picking, and harvesting. As it happens, when you search online for Vanessa Collier and farm, more than 10 references pop right up and they're all related to Briggs Farm and the Briggs Farm Blues Festival, even in her Wikipedia profile. Briggs Farm has its own Wikipedia article citing the internationally known blues festival held for well over two decades on a working farm here in Nescapec, just across the Susquehanna River from Berwick. After a year's hiatus related to the pandemic, the Briggs Farm Blues Festival is back June 8th, 9th, and 10th with a lineup that features Vanessa Collier. Also, Shamika Copeland, Chicago Blues from Lil Ed and the Blues Imperials, and so much more. One of the things that Karen Volmec of Volmec Farms blogged about this past January was the fact that while most things in the world are in winter hibernation, animals, people, and the like, this seems to be particularly true with COVID these days, Volmec farmers seem to be doing no such thing. Life on the farm is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week job. And that's what we learn when we talk to Richard Briggs, founder and artistic director of the Briggs Farm Blues Festival. We asked how they've been faring. Everybody's good, healthy, and uh, we, being a farm, we actually kept very busy because from the very beginning we were essential workers, you know. So everyone that works for us and, and everyone in the family had a purpose, which made it, you know, which made it good for us. Still scary times, of course. And uh, we canceled in May. We canceled May 15th and uh, then decided very early on that we were going to do it this year. So we started selling tickets and, and promoting and doing all the 
early advanced stuff that we have to do to get the show ready. So uh, we couldn't have we couldn't have waited till June and put it together. So we started in in January, and luckily everything worked out with uh, with the vaccinations and with the mask mandate, and it looks like we're going to be good. And so we're all excited about it. Also, last year we were able to do a lot of infrastructure-type stuff that we've been planning to do, like draining some of the fields that were swampy for campers. Those got drained, and we, we moved the stage to what we think is going to be a great location, made it a little larger. So we made some changes that we wouldn't have had time to do. So we, we kind of kept busy, and it's always a concern when you stop doing something for, for this long but I think we're, we're figuring everything out. It's a, it, it's the kind of thing that you have to have everything ready for, for that many people to come. Well, and another very encouraging thing for us was that when we canceled the show, we decided that we would give everybody their money back if they wanted it. Anybody who bought tickets would have a refund, and also they could keep them for this year if they wanted to. And uh, only a very small amount, like less than... 10% wanted their tickets refunded, which was which was very nice. It really helped us keep going, and the support was very helpful mentally to us. And then, well, we just got back to work. And, and so, and also all the bands that we had booked, except for one of them, were able to commit to this year. So we were we were happy with that. So we were ready to go with one of the greatest lineups we've ever had. forward to seeing everybody again. I just can't wait to see and talk to everybody to see how they did, how well, you know, how things are going for everybody. It's be great. You have a very skillful and heartfelt way of scheduling and programming a festival. What are the balances and what are the things that you're considering in terms of types of bands and all of that? Well, over the years we've grown. This is our 24th year. So we've We've grown in a national and international standing with uh, other venues and other musicians, and so we're internationally known festival now. Also, we're we're large enough that we can afford to to get the bigger bands and and do the production uh, the way we want to do. And we always try to mix our bands up so that we we'll, we get some of the old timers from uh, Mississippi and Chicago along with the, the current you know, heavy hitters, popular up-and-coming musicians. And, you know, that goes together for a you know, wonderful three days of music. One of the things that we recognize is not only do you have the different types and styles, but you also have the big main stage that you've told us about, but you have a back porch stage as well. Yeah, the back porch stage, actually, we're, the back porch stage is very popular, so that's under tent, and... It's a more comfortable, personal-like level of concert. And on Thursday night, something that's become very popular, which is our opening night, that's, that's all done on the back porch stage. And, and so we do a theme Thursday night. Last show, we did music from 1969, because it was 50 years from Woodstock. And then we planned to do 1970 music. And there, there were a lot of really good albums that came out in 1970. So that's what we're doing for our Thursday night. So we'll have five hours of live music from albums that were recorded or released in 1970. 
Van Morris had had an album out, Creedence Clearwater Revival, uh, The Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, The Doors, Allman Brothers, the band. It was just a, a very, very wonderful, active year. And Brett Alexander is going to be doing Thursday night along with Ellie Rose, the Husky Brothers, and, and Nike Van Wyck. And also we'll have a set by Mike Miz, who is going to be doing both of the Grateful Dead albums that were released that year, American Beauty and Working Man's Dead. So it'll be exciting. A lot of people think that Thursday night is their favorite night of all, of the whole festival. So that, that is a good one to come to. And this year we have food trucks that will be there Thursday night. All our, all our arts vendors will be there. So the show will be up and running Thursday by 6 o'clock. The, the bands will be ready to go and, and start playing at 6. The uh, campers will be coming in all day. They'll, they'll start coming first thing in the morning. So it, it'll be a quite exciting beginning to a festival. And I think it's great that it's the beginning of the festival because, Richard, many times when you've been here in the past, you have cited your love of the blues and also of those early days of rock and roll. Yeah, that's that's really where a lot of those bands that I just named are blues-oriented rock bands that I was listening to in 1970 when I was in high school. I was uh, a junior in high school that year. So, and And those are... What you listen to music-wise when you're young is really pretty much what you're interested in the rest of your life, usually. And so that's what I, I personally did and uh, just got deeper into it. And that's, that's what led me to Mississippi and Clarksdale and, and Memphis and, and what was going on still with blues bands that were playing around that same era of 1970 and, and before that. So it has a very, blues music has a very, very broad appeal because of all the other American music genres that have come from it. And so for someone who doesn't know what the blues is, I guess is what I'm getting at. It's really, it's really Americana. It's really American music, and it's based in the history of American music. Wonderful. Introduce us to some of these acts that you're inviting us to experience. Yeah, there are there are there are really so many of really good bands. I don't even know it would take me forever to to describe what they all do, but just to name the names is uh, Shamika Copeland, uh, Anna Popovic, Victor Wainwright, Mac Arnold, Scott Pemberton, the Campbell Brothers, and very special artists. Vanessa Collier will be our first uh, act up on the main stage. So Vanessa has become really emotionally tied to a lot of people. I mean, they they follow. She's played at Briggs Farm since she first started out. And now she's one of the most popular artists on on the scene, and uh, it's because she makes this a really really honest emotional connection with the audience and they'll follow her all over the place so uh, we're really happy that we have her in that position in this time and she's a saxophonist she's a saxophonist vocalist and she plays guitar as well but uh, she's mainly known as saxophone and vocalist Vanessa Collier and she's followed by the Campbell brothers pedal steel players very very much coming from the spiritual blues Little Ed is a Chicago blues player with a big following, and then Anna Popovic from California. She's she's 
everywhere now. She's just very popular. So she has a big following. Uh, and then, of course, a lot of people know Shamika. Shamika this year has a new album out that uh, she, just, she won three blues music awards in Memphis this year. So she is really another band that we have never had her or Anna here before, but we, we were happy to be able to work it out this year to have them. Of course, the, the backward stage is going on all day, too, concurrently with the main stage. It starts a little early. Earlier than main stage, where we have Gabe Stillman. A lot of people know him in the area, great guitar player from Williamsport. We have Happy Bayando from Cabinet and Justin Mazur. And then we have a regional favorite, Swamp Candy, uh, Mighty Susquehanna's, uh, King Solomon Hicks, another young artist from uh, Manhattan that is, that is, is really an up and coming artist, uh, Mike Miz. West Noor, Gracie Curran, and the National Reserve. So there, there are 21 acts all together, something for everybody, I'm sure. And you're always known not only for the great respect you have for your campers. People love to come to Briggs Farm. But you also have a wonderful history of providing food in no matter what sense. And this year you sent out an email blast about Come Hungry. Yeah, so this year we changed. We're not... We are not doing the food ourselves anymore. We have food trucks coming, and a lot of people actually like that. They like to follow these different food trucks. So we have seven different uh, food vendors coming, and they'll be here Thursday through Saturday night. And then also we have this year a tremendous amount of, of arts vendors. I think there's just not as many festivals up and running yet as there were. You know, Canada is still shut down. Um, there's a big festival, blues festival up there. That's a 10-day festival. That's still canceled. Things are just starting to get back up, and so uh, the musicians are really happy to, to be playing this gig, and also the arts vendors who, who make a living doing that, too. They've been shut down. So the amount of people that have rented space here for, for their arts vending is incredible and it's still growing every day so we're looking at maybe 75 to 80 different vendors just selling uh, anything from clothing to jewelry to you name it and that's going on concurrently too that all this is happening and it'll all be set up for people by thursday and richard you mentioned the moving of the stage but people should recognize and you mentioned the international scope of the festival known internationally you all take such good care in terms of lighting and sound. This is really something that people can hear and see and enjoy in a way that's the top professional presentation. Yeah. Well, my history and, and Allison's history, my wife and I both were television producers, and so I come from a production side. of. I'm not a musician. I'm a, a producer, so I really know what quality production is. And uh, we've thought about it and, you know, just made things much better this year. I think they're going to be, it, well, for one thing, we were, we were getting kind of crowded. And we have, we have 450 acres here on the family farm. And so what we did was we spread out a little bit more. And we actually are in a perfect location as far as the hill goes and shade trees go. And, and the stage is set up much nicer for for everyone not that it was bad before it's just that we we put a lot of thought into 
where the stage was going to be located and how we're going to bring bands in and out and, you know, the setup of our merch tent and food and the porta potties and all those elements that go together to make for a comfortable three or four days here at Bridge Farm. And remind our listeners, Richard, about the special nature of Briggs Farm. You mentioned the size, but how about the age? Well, our family settled it in 1760, so we were pioneers here. Uh, I grew up on the farm, and my wife and I have two sons, uh, one of which is now running the farm, and uh, he and his wife have two kids, Louie and Mitch. And so... We're all involved in this, and as a matter of fact, they're becoming more involved, and we're stepping back some. So it's, it's the, the next generation is taking over, and that's sort of how the farm has always been. It's always passed on generation to generation. I'm the ninth generation, so my son is the tenth, and his kids are the eleventh generation uh, making a living here on the farm. And it tells us, too, a little bit about the blues itself the tradition being passed on from generation to generation. Yeah, blues did have its origins in the South, in the rural South. And so it, it's kind of, it makes sense to present it on a farm. And uh, we are pretty unique, as, as far as the venue goes, that we are family-run, completely family-run venue. And as we've grown over the years, we've always tried to maintain that family-friendly kind of attitude and atmosphere here. So, I mean, when people come into the parking lot, they will be greeted by happy people that know what, what's going on and, and how to make you comfortable. And it will be like that the whole weekend, you know. So that, that's what we see. Bring, you know, bring a, a, a chair, a pop-up tent, a blanket, whatever you need for the day. Or if you want to camp, you can you can get your tickets in advance for for a cheaper price, or you can get them at the gate. You know, if you camp, you know how how to do that. But at the campsites are open, and you can set up an RV or tent, whatever you need. Remind folks of the website. It's as easy as pie. Yeah, most everything you can you can find on the website BriggsFarm.com. Very easy. Sign up for Facebook and we'll keep information coming to you. Or you can call us to find the number under the contacts and you can talk to Megan in the office and she'll answer any questions you want. Actually, the interest this year is really incredible and we're looking at a huge interest in, in ticket sales so far. And so we're getting a lot of questions from new people that, that are interested in coming. Plus, I think anyone who's ever been here is really looking forward to come back because, you know, we've kind of been uh, locked up, and it's it's going to be great to be able to see other people in, in a community-like situation, you know, so we kind of all need that. Richard Briggs. He is founder and artistic director of the Briggs Farm Blues Festival in its 24th year, and it will take place July 8th, 9th, and 10th in Nescopec, Pennsylvania, which is just across the river from Berwick. And there, of course, would be directions and a map on the website. The website is briggsfarm.com. 
and the lineup and so much more will be found there. This is Vanessa Collier, and Richard is so pleased and proud to welcome her back. He was sitting on the porch, sitting on the wheel, chewing his tobacco and spitting in his pail. Sitting on the porch, sitting on the rail, shining up his shoes with the bloodhound on his This is her recent album titled Hard on the Line. It was supposed to come out early in the pandemic year, but it was delayed until August. And you'll be able to hear a whole Friday evening set with Vanessa Collier. Spent the past five years thinking about his girl. Just found out he's getting early. That's the Briggs Farm Blues Festival in its 24th year on Briggs Farm, over 200 years of continuous operation in the Briggs family in Nescopec, July 8th, 9th, and 10th. For more information on the web, briggsfarm.com, briggsfarm.com. <laughs>